Happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Mel. Hey, it's a little chilly here in Birmingham. I'm, yes. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel good with this uh, Trinity. Trinity in my hand. <laughs> I do, too. It makes me feel better. But I'm just, I don't like cold weather, Coach Mel. Yeah. I feel a lot better in the spring and when it's warm, maybe around 70 or so. I'm, yes. I'm good. And it's not 70 now. No, it really isn't. It's about 49 <laughs> degrees here in Birmingham. So, uh, Yeah, it, it got down in the 20s last night. It you know, did. my place, yes. It did. But hey, life works better with Trinity. Yes. And a good podcast by Coach Mel. Yes. How about with, that? With the greatest podcast hostess. Let's see what the audience thinks about that. Okay. Okay, okay. They're so consistent. I'm going to take them home with me. They really are. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. Isn't that a great <laughs> idea? Oh, big shout out to Principio Coffee and Principio Coaching uh, for sponsoring Life Works Better with Coach Mel. We have our great Trinity here, and uh, I think I had some Creole coffee last week. I've kind of got a little bit more here over my... Yeah. Over here in my coffee station. Yes, coffee yes. station. Yes, I right. like my that. coffee station. Yeah. It powered by Principio Coffee. Yes, there you go. Sounds good. It does sound good. I love it. Besides that, it tastes good. Oh, it tastes amazing. Yes. I love it. And I, I don't know if, if any of our uh, listeners out there have uh, experimented with some other alternate, uh, we call them dairy, which they really aren't mm-hmm. dairy, but. We call them dairy in the coffee industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, almond milk mm. or coconut milk or even oat milk. I love oat milk with, with coffee. Yes. It's great. Yes, and it has a, uh, like, uh, one of the favorites around the Principio Coffee Bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, I love that. Is um, the uh, uh, a maple mm. I've had that. Uh, latte with the oat milk. Yes, and there's something about that. It it, it kind of it's kind of like the uh, the the bowl of oatmeal with the maple syrup on it. You know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Yes. just the way that works together, and and especially this one brand of oat milk. And now, really, most all whole milk out there that you buy and, and dairy, you know, it kind of tastes basically the same. Right. But all brands of alternative milks we may call or dairy are not created equal so i can see that if, if you've tried one one type of almond oat or coconut milk mm-hmm. and you didn't like it well go ahead and try something else you know try try a different brand mm-hmm. or get your friend to buy it and then let them share with you there right uh <laughs> well hey it's not like they didn't hear it okay so uh, this is the time that we pray for the harvest that's right. right. So, Coach Mel? Yeah, our alarms, our alarms both went off, At which is just time. right. Okay, so, yes. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to have been part of your harvest. That sometime in the past, someone that was sent forth as a harvester harvested my soul and harvested Clarissa's soul for the kingdom. And, Lord, just let us be more, uh, more zealous uh, and more aware of the harvest and more zealous to be out in the harvest, and especially that there would be many other laborers that would join us. So we just ask for laborers to go forth this day, even the ones listening to this podcast, that they would realize that they are called to be laborers to be sent out into the harvest. Amen. Amen. Life works better with prayer. It does, and we just proved that one. Sure did. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. And, and you know, Clarissa, I, I was thinking about, uh, about it this last few days. 
that something like prayer that is just that is just uh, a main point, a mainstay of all of spirituality, and how it's just all throughout the scriptures. Mm-hmm. But so many times when something is so uh, evident like that. It, it, it's kind of like the fish that's in water. The, the fish doesn't know that he's in water. The fish doesn't mm-hmm. realize, hey, I'm swimming around in water. Mm-hmm. And it's even like the air that we breathe. We, we, we take it for granted. Right. And too many times we take the aspect of prayer and the idea and the practice and the privilege of prayer, mm-hmm. we take that for granted mm-hmm. because it's just so much a part of everything that's in the Scripture. And that's what I really like about this series, Life Works Better with Prayer, because it gives, gives us a chance to slow down a little bit and to really look at prayer and uh, my prayer mm-hmm. about this series on prayer is after it's all said and done, there will be more done than said. Yes. Amen. And so many times, especially with prayer, it's just the other way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've, uh, we've chosen the Lord's Prayer as a pattern. Mm-hmm. And again, it's something that I've uh, used in my own prayer life for over 35 years. Mm-hmm. And I've not been the exemplar laborer in the harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, for every moment of the last 35 years. And so people may say, well, uh, if, uh, if you were in, you know, praying through the Lord's Prayer and meditating on this and, and, and you got uh, quite a ways off track there from time to time, uh, why would you recommend it? Well, the reason I would recommend it is because I'm convinced that had I not been doing that, I would have been way further off track mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I may have never come back mm-hmm. on track. Right. And so if we can just get into a, uh, as we talked about, about life works better with obedience, about a, a holy rhythm of heartfelt obedience, and that's what the, the whole idea of prayer is, for it to be a holy rhythm of heartfelt obedience. And so as Jesus, in answering the disciples' uh, request, Lord, teach us to pray, and he said, when you pray, so just with his saying that, it was like, you learn to pray by praying. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, when they said, okay, Lord, teach us to pray. And he said, okay, go study, uh, go Google prayer, guys, and, 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 and see what the ancients have said about it. Yes, yes. <laughs> or, or, or go down to the synagogue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talk to the rabbi and ask him what he thinks about prayer. Right. Or no, he just said, when they said, teach us to pray, and he said, okay, when you pray. So he was just telling them right up front that we learn to pray by praying. And he said, when you pray, pray according to this model or this pattern. So the Lord's Prayer uh, is, uh, is a pattern. And so we take that pattern and, and we, we develop uh, meditation uh, spots, ideas that connect with the Lord's Prayer and bring all that back together because prayer and meditation uh, go together. Yes. And, and prayer is to meditation what eating is to digestion. Mm, that's a good analogy. So wow. when, when pray, prayer is just, it's just a basic, and, and we can do it like quickly, and we can catch a prayer here, catch a prayer there, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. hear a prayer there, prayer everywhere, prayer, prayer. Yes, yes. <laughs> Even old MacDonald could do that one, huh? Exactly. <laughs> And so, so praying many times is, is, like, uh, is like eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can pray on the go. We can, we can eat on the go. Uh, but meditation is, is, is what happens once uh, 
once we pray and, and once we kind of get our teeth into a mm-hmm. truth mm-hmm. or a concept of Scripture or about prayer or about uh, just highlighting part of our relationship with God in prayer. So meditation is like digestion. And until we begin to meditate during prayer, then all the things that we might eat spiritually, all the devotions we may read, everything else, uh, all the sermons we listen to, all the worship music we listen to, those things will not give us energy and strength until we meditate on them because meditation is spiritual digestion. So how would one meditate? You, you hear that word a, a good bit here and there in different circles, um, but some people don't know how to or have some type of misconception of what meditation is. I, um, I, I will center myself and kind of quiet all of the noise out of my head. Mm-hmm. And um, I started off with five minutes. Coach, that was the longest five minutes of my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the longest five minutes of my life. You're like, you're like, surely it's been a half hour and you look and it's been a minute and a half. A minute and a half. And it's so much was just coming in, thinking about this, thinking about that. And, you know, and, and I have to kind of push all of that back. And once I continue to do it more and more, like what you're saying, mm-hmm. you have to be, it's, don't say meditate, meditate. And the more I practiced, now I'm probably up to about 15 minutes. Yes. And that's still a stretch. Yes. Um, but it's it's um, but it would be good to kind of know what what would be your what's your best practice of meditation that you do. Okay. Well, the way uh, the most helpful meditation that I've done and the way that has been most profitable for me is is not uh, not a practice which is uh, in 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 some Eastern religions uh, that uh, meditation is the emptying of the mind. Uh, I, I don't see that as, as Christian meditation. To me, Christian meditation is filling the mind with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And so it's like just with a, a glass that may have dirty water in it. Uh, if you'll just turn clean water in and let it run long enough, it will eventually uh, float out all the bad water. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about trying to empty the glass. Right. We're talking about replacing the bad thoughts, the worry, the fear, uh, all those things, we're replacing them with the truth of the Word of God. Hmm. And, then, and then just, uh, I mean, what, what better answer to that question could I give other than the coach approach to meditation? Now, you, you had no idea there was a coach approach to meditation, did you? I did not. <laughs> well, it doesn't surprise you, though, I'm sure. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> There's a coach approach to everything. Yes, yes. Life works better with coaching. And even in prayer. Mm-hmm. So the coach approach to meditation is is to ask the right questions. To of ask yourself? Of, yes. Okay. To ask and to ask of the scriptures and mm-hmm. to ask of your own beliefs mm-hmm. and to ask questions of God and then to listen because meditation is the art of being able to listen to what God may be speaking to you in the background of just your repeating the beliefs that God has already told you that he's like mm. and what he expects of us in the mm. word. Mm. So it, 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 it's, not, it's not trying to empty the mind. Like you said, if we try to do that, there's always another thought there. Mm-hmm. But it's filling the mind with the right and proper things. I'm going to try it that way um, because I do know you can't really – I use this pout and praise at the same time. Yes, there so you go. So either you're going to praise God or you're going to be in a, your little – 
whatever. Yeah. And so usually, yeah. And when you start praising God, everything else just kind of leaves. So uh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that analogy and just flood my mind with the word as opposed to emptying it out and purging it. Yes. So I like that approach. I'm going to try it. Yes. Well, good. And and so that's where we are today, like (coughs) Mm -hmm. still in the series on the names of God. Yeah. Uh, Our Father in heaven. Mm. May your name be blessed or may your name be lifted up. May your name be praised. Hallowed be your name. May your name, that is uh, what you represent, God, and what represents you, may that be lifted up in my life. And as we talked about before, uh, the scriptural approach to explaining to us who God is uh, was done by by. Uh, different names that God would either give himself right. or that someone would declare as a name of God because of something God did. Mm-hmm. So it's something that God would express something about his nature by saying, I am, just even the very I am, that's Jehovah. Right. I am, that means uh, I was, I am, and always will be the Almighty. Mm-hmm. So Jehovah, Jehovah is, is the title and then many places in Scripture, Jehovah himself made a compound name out of Jehovah and then another word there, another Hebrew word, that would be a part of his character that he, that he was wanting the listeners to understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one source of the names of God. Another source of the names of God would be when someone would respond to something God did, and they would say, oh, like the one we looked at last week, uh, Jehovah Barah which meant Jehovah the Creator, mm-hmm. the Creator God. So when Isaiah, as we looked in that, Isaiah chapter uh, 40, Isaiah said, just look around and see everything. And, and, and then he said, you are Jehovah Barah. You are the Creator God because we see all the... So it's a name or a title that's given to Jehovah just because of some of his actions, mm-hmm. his activities, some of his works. So those two things. And... By that and by meditating on the names of God, that is, asking questions about that. So let's just take the one that we're going to look at today. Yes. All right. I, you may want to do a uh, podcast on Life Works Better with the Names of Jesus Christ. I mean, that, that will be, there's like over 100. Yes, there are a lot of different descriptions. And, and that's the interesting thing as the, the names of God, the names of Jehovah in the Old Testament, all of the major names of Jehovah in the Old Testament showing who he was and what he was like, those same names and titles and characteristics are attributed to Jesus mm-hmm. in the New Covenant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the bringing together of the Trinity, the Father and the Son there, uh, truly being one. Yes, and, and if that, we'll take another sip of, of the Trinity. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very good. That is, that's some holy brew there. It is. Yes. Though. Wine of teas. The wine of teas. Yes. And, uh, and since Jesus made wine, I'm going to say that he made this wine of teas here. <laughs> uh, because before, before the idea came to me to put these three ingredients together in this, in this way here, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it never was. So, again, as we talked about creating that we take things that God already created and put them together in creative ways. Right. And by that, we become creative creators with him. Mm-hmm. So, so much. I'm going to take another sip. 
Ooh, that is so good. It'll just make you make you giggle on a cold I love day. It. It's, it's the best. Yours is about empty. Yeah, my cup is too small. Okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get you one of those gallon cups. Yeah, a big one with a big straw. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the names of God. The first one we looked at was Jehovah Sitkanu, which is yeah. uh, Jehovah my righteousness. That, mm. And, and I've used that one first because that gets us in his presence. Yes. People say, well, I don't, I don't feel uh, worthy. Mm-hmm. Well, you aren't worthy, but God is, yes. and God made you worthy. And if someone who is the most worthy in all the universe says, hey, you're welcome in my presence, then that makes me worthy. Amen. So he's Jehovah Sitkanu. He's our righteousness. And then we looked last week at uh, Jehovah Barah, which means that he's the creator, mm. that just like he created something out of nothing. So if, and if, if anyone says, well, I'm, I don't feel like I'm anything, I'm just a nothing. Well, that's okay. God's used to taking nothing and doing a lot of good stuff that's with right. it. That's right. So even if you're, if you're nothing or if you're something, as a matter of fact, he said that he could do more with someone who realized they were nothing mm. than because yes. he has to tear down that part in me that makes me feel like I can do something. Pride. Yes. And so the, the two things that the mm. enemy use, uh, use against us are, are, uh, are pride and intimidation. Mm. So on the pride side, it's like, oh, I can do this. I got this, you know, and, and sure enough, pride comes before the fall, and we right. fall flat of our face. Mm-hmm. And the other part, other side is intimidation. Mm. So the enemy telling us, no, you, you don't deserve to do this. You don't deserve to serve God. Uh, you, you, you've done so many things wrong, Coach Mel, that you, you don't even deserve for, to have an audience with God. Wow. And like Jesus said, uh, agree quickly with your enemy. So I just say, okay, yeah, devil, you're right. Mm-hmm. I've done so many things I don't deserve, but Jesus deserved yes. to be there, and he has invited me. And look here, here is my invitation. Mm-hmm. He said, whosoever will, so I can put my name in there. And I accept that invitation, so get out of my way. Amen. I am going mm. to the presence of the almighty creator, righteous God of the universe. And I declare his name to be those things. And just as I declare that and then meditate, think about that. What does that mean? Then uh, the one we're going to look at this morning is, and now anyone out there who speaks Hebrew, uh, you, you may get an idea here that I'm from southern Israel. <laughs> because I pronounce, a different I, I pronounce these uh, Hebrew words with a little different accent. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is Jehovah Machadesh. Jehovah Machadesh. And it simply means the Lord, my sanctifier, yes. the one who makes us holy. Mm-hmm. And now, the, Clarissa, this, this meditation about Jehovah Tzitkanu and Jehovah Machadesh mm-hmm. and the differences there can make all the difference in my relationship to God and especially in prayer and in service. Because Jehovah Tzitkanu, he said, I am your righteousness. So that he makes me worthy. It's not my own goodness, but it's his right. that he's given me. So he's inviting his righteousness into his presence <laughs> as I have exchanged my unworthiness for the righteousness of Christ. Second Corinthians 5, 21. Now, in, uh, in Exodus, in uh, chapter uh, 31, verse 13, just listen to this. Then Jehovah said to Moses, you say to the Israelites... You must obey my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you 
for all generations to come, so that you may know that I am Jehovah, Machadesh. So that you will know that I am Jehovah who sanctifies you, the one who makes you holy. Okay, he shares his righteousness. I become the righteousness of Christ, the righteousness of, of God in Christ. When I accept by faith the substitutionary death of Jesus. Now, that's my standing. I, I can't get more righteous than I am mm -hmm. because I am the righteousness of God in Christ. You can't get more righteous than God. Now, but he also said that he was the one who made us holy or the one who sanctified us. Righteousness is, is, is a gift, and we're transformed from sinfulness to righteousness in our standing. Holiness or sanctification is a process. Righteousness is a position. Sanctification is a process. And he said, I am the one who makes you holy. Now, holiness has nothing to do with God's acceptance of me. I want to say that again. Holiness has nothing to do with God's acceptance of me. God doesn't accept me or receive me because I'm holy. He receives me because I'm righteous yes. in the righteousness of Jesus. So holiness is a process. And holiness does not make me more acceptable. It just makes me more useful in the kingdom. So as I obey, and he ties this here with obedience, observe my Sabbaths, and, and not just the Sabbath, but of course everything that went along with it. But I, I do, uh, again, if I could uh, kind of uh, toot the horn a little bit here for a Sabbath rest. And we talked about that. Life works better with rest. And mm -hmm. if someone didn't hear that, maybe they could go back and listen to that series. Yes. That, uh, that the Sabbath was very important. And uh, for more than a dozen years now, I've set aside uh, Saturday in my schedule to pray and to meditate and to read. Mm -hmm. To read the Word, to meditate, uh, and to pray. And so much has come out of that. So to be able to set aside a day to be able to do that and you know it's like uh when a lot of the things that we think of and we think of well now that person is is uh is, isn't very holy or i don't feel very holy mm. we're usually confusing that with righteousness right okay <clears throat> again i can't get more righteous than i am but i can get a lot more useful to god and so it's obedience to God. I really like that. Statement. Does not make me more acceptable to God. My obedience to Him is for usefulness to God and in the kingdom. That's a that's a wonderful statement because so many people are filled with condemnation mm -hmm. and so many things based on where they missed it or uh, I'll say user error for lack of a better term, but where they missed it, didn't do the right thing or didn't say the right thing or treated this person this way. And so because of the condemnation, it holds them back. But what I hear you saying is that, you know, it, it's God that sanctifies. It's a process. He's not asking us to be perfect. Yes, that's right. He, he is the purifier. He's the perfecter. He is sanctifying us daily. The perfecter of our faith. That's a good statement, Coach. And I, yeah. I hope that people are listening because I think that would free people up to operate and do what God has called them to do. Yes. That's a beautiful, um, that was a love statement from God. 
Yes. Yeah. That's Amen. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. And and so the the exciting thing to me is that as I as the see we're talking about prayer now, so I'm praying this and I'm praying the names of God. So yeah. so basically, what what I would do when I would pray, I'd say, okay, uh, uh, Father in heaven, I'm. Uh, I'm so grateful that you're my father, and because of the sacrificial death of Jesus, I can call you father. And you're our father. You're not just my father. I have brothers and sisters. This is a family. You are the father of a large family, and I recognize that family, and I recognize I'm just part of it. And that you're in heaven, and I'm on earth, but you have said that because you left me here, that you want to express heaven on earth through us. (laughs) And in order to do that, I need to have a better understanding uh, father of who you are mm-hmm. and and I understand that by the names that you have given yourself and Amen. that people have declared for you because of your actions mm-hmm. and you are <coughs> Jehovah Sitkanu you are my righteousness mm-hmm. see I pray this and I'm praying back to God the things that God has told me you are my righteousness and I'm, I'm here in your presence Lord because you made me righteous because I put my faith in your son Amen. And that's why I'm here. And you're also Jehovah Baral. You're the creator God. You have made a new creation within me. You didn't stop creating in Genesis 1. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 that we have been recreated in Christ Jesus Amen. as part of his family. So you're the creator God, and I am the new creation. Uh, on the inside, I'm just as pure as Adam was before he sinned yes. because I have the righteousness of God. But that righteousness uh, lives in this body that's limited by the flesh and this mind that still needs to be transformed. So, Lord, I thank you that you're also Jehovah Malkadesh. You're the one who makes me more useful. You're the one that sanctifies me. You set me apart for a particular service. Yes. You, and uh, in, anything that's sanctified is, means it's just been set apart. I love this illustration that uh, my, my wife has a sanctified cast iron skillet mm-hmm. and nothing I, I can't i can't cook anything in that in that sanctified skillet why because it's it's hers she set it apart to do nothing but cook buttermilk cornbread that's oh. what she bakes in that skillet don't even think about doing anything else in that skillet wow and so it's a sanctified skillet mm-hmm. it's set apart for a particular purpose mm-hmm. and because of that i treat it with respect and I don't defile it. Right. I with, hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I did, it was wasn't good. It, it was bad. It? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, but that that's that skillet, that cast iron skillet, is sanctified, mm-hmm. and 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 I respect that because of her desires and her wishes. So God says that He has <clears throat> sanctified. He's my sanctifier. He sets me apart for a particular service and particular things to do to express His kingdom here on earth. And there's certain things that he's told me that if you do these things, Melvito, Coach Mel, if you do these things, you will be more useful for me. Mm. Uh, like if, if you read the Word and if you pray and if you meditate and if you share your testimony and if you help people and all the things. that we th- Okay, that's, that's what God gave us there to help us be more useful for him. But he also said, hey, uh, Coach Mel, there are a few things over here that if you don't do these things, you're going to be a lot more useful for me. Mm-hmm. The works of the flesh in Galatians chapter 5, mm-hmm. opposite the fruits of the Spirit. So there are things that I can go out here and do 
that'll be disobedient to his word. And the reason it breaks the heart of Almighty God is because he has set me apart for a particular purpose. And he has cleansed me. And he's given me instructions. And he's loved me. And if I don't do what he has empowered me to do, to do his will, and at the same time, if I go do things that he said, hey, avoid these things. Mm-hmm. You, you, you'll be much more useful to me, Coach Mel, if you, uh, uh, if, if you don't go around murdering people yeah. or telling lies mm-hmm. <laughs> or any of those other things. I mean, we call them the terrible ten, the dirty dozen, or <laughs> <laughs> the filthy five, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever they are. And the, uh, the, the thing about it, Clarissa, that, that, that this meditation on the Lord's Prayer and on the names of God can help us with is that entire groups and denominations, even global uh, wide denominations, are set up to that like, okay, we make sure we want to avoid these things. And it's like that they make what holiness is about, they make that as a badge of righteousness. Right. Okay, we don't do these things here, so that makes us more acceptable to God than you are. No. That just makes you more useful if you would get your attitude right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. That we don't, we don't earn righteousness. We cooperate with God to receive that righteousness. And we don't earn holiness or sanctification, but we qualify for it when we cooperate with the Word of God. That is awesome. You know, there are a lot of people that say, well, what, what is it that I'm supposed to do? I don't, I don't know what God has for me. And so I hear you say that if we just tap in to prayer and meditation on the word, he will download and give you exactly what you need. And you'll know exactly what you're supposed to do. Yes. Out of the, the righteousness and the sanctification and all of the other things that, you know, God's name is known for. There, there is an answer for that question. Yes. And it's, it's really in the series. Yes, it is. Hmm. And I love just to whenever I declare, okay, you are Jehovah's Sitkanu. My righteousness, you are Jehovah Machadesh. You're the one who's sanctifying me. Mm-hmm. And I like this declaration, Clarissa. Jehovah, you are my sanctifier. Mm-hmm. You're the one that makes me useful. And I want to yield to you today so I can be more useful today than I was yesterday. Yes, amen. Just, amen. just let me know. And, and then I ask the question, Jehovah, my sanctifier, what do I need to do today in order to be more useful to you? And what do I need to avoid today? in order to be more useful to you in your kingdom. And then just listen and let Holy Spirit talk to you. So that's an answer for someone listening today. Yes. Those of you who are wondering, you know, what is it that you're supposed to do? What do you, um, what, what do you feel God wants for you to do and, and you're troubled and you don't know? Coach Mel just laid out a beautiful process. He showed us exactly how we're to get those answers. And if we listen, go back. You know, this is great podcast. It's pre-recorded, so you can go back and listen and listen. Go back and listen to this and share this with your podcast friends because this is life-changing today, guys. The formula is life-changing, and you will be put in the right direction to carry forth the journey that God has called you to do. What an amazing series. Yes. I'm excited. Life works better with prayer. Yeah, it does. So let's pray, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. I can't wait until next week. All right. It's going to be great. All right, guys. We'll see you back here next week with Life Works Better with Coach Mayo.